money make you. Y'all right. <laughs> <laughs> gotta see Players Club, man. That's just so for the day. That's just so genius. Make the money. Don't let the money make you. Always remember that. You know what I mean? Pimp. That's some pimp stuff. Pimp. Yeah, have you ever actually like met a pimp in real life? Like, have you seen one? I don't think. Not that I, I, I don't. Not I mean, that I know of. Ain't it? What cops? What would your? I'm related to a few. My dad cops. actually used to pimp out back in California. He said he had a redhead, a bluehead, and a brunette, and he made it work for about two months. And then my mom called him back home. Damn. What's that movie with uh, Will Ferrell? And he uh, pretended to be like Gata. What's his like alter ego? Was that uh, the other guys? Yeah, the other guys. Yeah. He, bro, that movie yeah, is like. Now that's legit, like how it looks. All right, guys, uh, welcome to a episode of It's On Us podcast. You know, I am your host, Ash. I go by my real name is Oscar Blair, but I go by Ash. Uh, I'm here with my, you know, my guys, my comrades, my colleagues, whatever you guys want to be. Uh, to my right, I have Clifton. How y'all doing today? I have Jacob. Hello. John. Hey, hey, what's going on? And my man, Gabe. Yo, yo. And uh, this is our podcast, It's On Us. Uh, just to start off, right, Um, how you guys feeling this week? Good, good. Anything's good. Anything oh. eventful? It's week 46 of this pandemic. I've officially started seeing shit. In my house that I've never seen before. Jacob? I still have toilet paper though. Oh, okay. That's good. And yeah, I'm getting sick of something. Wait, wait, hold on. Time out. That's a whole nother. What do you mean you're seeing stuff though? Yeah. It's week 46, bro. That was a lot. Are are you, you, it was a lot in tangled. Not small little. Are you hanging out in the basement now? Or? Just, just no. I've never seen this shit before. I've been in the Is house. it a person? Is it, is it like structural? Or are you like seeing I like physical? It looks like a person. I don't oh, know. Gosh. Just know. I've been in that house for damn too long. Shit's just not normal anymore. He's creating an imaginary friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear bumps in the night. I thought that there were cats and cash or something. I was like, what the fuck was that? I'm like, see? Nope. Yep. So cats can actually, or pets can actually see like super natural like spirits and things like that. So Jacob, I hope that your house I, is a... I believe that they do because like, my house... It's over a hundred years old. I'm damn sure there's some shit popping off in my house at night. Cause even the cats be looking like I'm playing video games. Next thing you know, I have a dead sleep. They just perk up, hearing shit. I'm like, I'm going to bed now. I'm done. Well, I'm glad you bring that up because this week I started watching Haunted on Hill House. Again, hey. And I've been slowly going my way into the Bly Manor one, the the off one, and that shit is lit. My girl jumped during the day watching the Bly Manor one. The I've only watched the first episode. When I get home, I'll probably watch another episode because I have to rewatch Haunting because it's been a while. But yeah, that shit's so fire, bro! So fire. Have you ever seen it, John? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen yeah. the first three episodes. This is trippy. The whole show, like, it's so suspenseful yet, like, yeah, like psychedelical. Like, it just makes you think, like, what the fuck is really going on with this family? It's just. I'm glad the second, like, the Bly, the Bly one is coming out to kind of get to know Nell a little bit more. And I think they're going to do, like, the brother, uh-huh. the, the one oh. that wrote the book. Yeah. Um, they're going to do a show with him. They're going to do um, the junkie brother. And then the the one chick with the gloves. 
Mm-hmm. She gets she's getting that on the show too. Including I'll they'll I'll they're all pretty good. Oh, yeah. And milking that shit though, low key though. I mean, everybody gets a show. But it's, if it's doing numbers, it's still. It, numbers. it was though. It did once it came out. It was popular. It, I was just gonna say, if a show has like popular characters, I don't mind if a show branches off and goes into different, you know, backstories. Well, I think the biggest thing is like I feel like some shows when they branch off to do other shows, they bring in different characters, mm-hmm. but they're keeping the same people, so it's not like it's familiar. A, it's not, it's not a different like show, but you know what I mean. It's just a different plot. Exactly, and that's it's a perspective like. from that character's, I guess, like how how would you development? Yeah, right. right. That would or, make sense. or their yeah. backstory of where how did they come to that? Point? Right. I feel like a lot of shows are like if they're set up like that, like the show Power. Mm-hmm. If right. it was set up like uh, Snowfall, oh, I'll be more invested because if you ever see Snowfall, it tells like the story of like uh, Rick Ross, the real Rick Ross, and how he mm-hmm. came up and how he became this person. But with Power, it's just like he's a guy. It's already like off the cuff. Like this is what he does. I'm more into like the storyline. Like how did he become this person? Like what traumatic like experience? As a power person. Oh, here we go. I'm just saying. Hold on. No, I watched. I watched the other one too. I love Snowfall. I'm just saying because you're saying that you want more of a backstory, and that's what the power books are for. Because Ghost is dead now. Spoiler alert. Oh, All our listeners out there, if you watch Power, it is over. Yeah. (laughs) But I'm just saying, he's dead now, and uh, part two is about his son, so it's pretty much his afterlife. Hmm. Part three is going to actually give his backstory and how he met Kanan, who was 50 Cent in the show. Part four will touch on uh, Lorenzo Tate, the political side of the show. And then book five, I believe, is where they bring Tommy back, and he's going to be on the run because they just snitched him out. I was wondering how they was going to play all that out, though. Cause, like, how it ended, I'm like, it can't be like this. Oh, it's beautiful. More. I lost interest towards the end. I just started watching Snowfall. That's why I was like, I like the storyline because it told, like, how he was this kid from poverty, had to figure out his way to, like, through the system, and he just, like, figured it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, if you if you guys want something good to watch, Snowfall is a good one. i also been watching uh, Lovecraft Country. Have you guys seen that? No. I've seen previous... I've seen, like, I guess commercial for, but I don't know what it's about. Watch it. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, that's all I can say is just watch it though, because it's like, like country like it looks like reality show. I seen something okay. blow up in a commercial, so it kind of got my attention. What is it about? How, how can I categorize? It's so hard to like categorize, but it's like uh, what's it called again? Love, craft, country. Mm-hmm. Show is just dope. The way it starts off. You think it's going in one direction, and it takes you in a whole different direction. By the end of the first episode, you're like, I need to watch episode two. Like, that's how crazy just the first episode is in itself. So the story basically takes place in, like, um, I want to say, like, the 1800s. So, like, slavery was still, like, they're coming out of, like, being slaves, basically. And it's, like, a mixture between that. 1950s. I 1950s, okay. Yeah. Seem like it's later, but if you want to read that description, that's too far for you. The series is about a young black male who travels across the segregated 1950s United States in search of a missing of his missing father, learning to learning the dark secrets plaguing a town of which famous horror writer H.P. Lovecraft supplies based on the location of many of historical tales so it's like sci-fi mixed with like really the 1950s so like 
Yeah, it's the HBO show. HBO Man. should be fire. Damn. Yeah. Like it's expensive, American. man. I can't afford that. Do you need my HBO? Yeah, show? I need to log in. Oh, oh, my yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I make sure I have a lot of free shit. No, I got you. No worries, man. I'm cheap. <laughs> We're all in this together, man. You know? No, but uh, I actually got mine from my lactician. I was like, what's your info? She was like, here you go. I'm like, all right, bet. So I've been watching some, ever since. I've I watched. need somebody with some time info. I want to watch The Voice. Just know if you really want to watch stuff, just holla at your boy. I got you. Okay. Oh, you, you know a guy that knows a guy that knows a guy? How I'm the get... guy. Oh, you are the guy. <laughs> this, this is direct source. I like it. <laughs> Plug and extension. <laughs> nice, nice. No, that's dope, man. But yeah, I really just been like, you know, binge watching shows and just, you know, kind of unplugging from the like the the real world and just trying to like, you know, disconnect to reconnect. Because like Jacob said earlier, it is what week forty six of this. Man, it's some it's some fucking week. Pandemic and I don't think that's right. It's fifty two weeks in a year, so since March eleventh. So I don't know the exact number. Jacob was like I think it was like around March 16th. Or you know, March 11th. No, I remember the exact date. It was March, March 11th. 11th. I actually wrote a post about it. Yeah. So. March 11th. It's just not getting any better not here in Ohio. It's not getting worse. No, yeah, I mean, <sighs> the weather's changing, but it's not going to stop, you know. Man, the weather been fucking my ass. It's perfect. It's so congested. And now they're trying to like, I guess like, because COVID and out like, Sickness season is here, so it's like kind of hard to decipher which is which. You know what I mean? Are you Google searching right now? How much? Thirty-one. Thirty-one. I said thirty. Then I thirty-one think. weeks. It's been thirty-one weeks since the pandemic started. I'm still seeing shit. Jacob, I think you need to go see a, a doctor. A lot of people have told me this in the past. So I don't listen to them. You're gonna be like the kid from the Sixth Sense talking about I see dead people. <laughs> no, what's funny is though, me and Jacob worked at the Nord Center, and they would have conversations like this, and just be like, one guy was like, totally for sure, he said, "Oh yeah, Barack Obama's gonna pick me up, and we're gonna go to this place together, and we're gonna meet like these famous people." And I just was like, "Yeah." I had a sleepwalker in my house one time. I freaked the fuck out. You don't really know what they're going through until you like ask, because they're literally like, we sit in the office, and they'll walk. It'll be like four thirty in the morning or three o'clock in the morning. They'll just up walking around. Almost like, you'd be like, oh, what are you doing? Pretty I'm, much. I'm, I'm, I'm chilling in the office. Shit. I just look at them, I'm like, who's out there? And they'll say their name, like, okay. But some, like, they'll, like, leave the house, and they won't come back. So right. they're, like, marked as AWOL because they just walked out. Yeah, gone for more than 12 hours, you AWOL. We don't know where you at. We haven't heard from you. So do y'all send somebody to go get them? No, they're adults. I just write a note, like, uh, this person was AWOL. Right, this person hasn't been seen since this time. Because yeah. their routine in the morning is, like, they'll get up. Smoke a cigarette. Yeah, drink, and then drink some coffee. Drink their coffee. Smoke of course, we make we'll make them like breakfast, breakfast in the morning. You know what I'm saying? Just basic breakfast, and then they'll take Lunch their medication, together. and then they have to be out the house by a certain time, and then they just don't. The house is locked down, and your shift is over. Wow. The house, you mean like the, well, like the there was, office? There were two the... houses that were by each other. Ah. One house would be closed for most of the day. The other house wouldn't. Some people would go to an off-site place, just like a social place, I guess. And then the other house would just stay open for whoever didn't want to go to the social place or so on and so forth. I did a lot of patients. It's, it's crazy because you encounter these people on a daily basis and not even know that you these people know. are like that. Like, mm-hmm. literally, on Broadway, they may come off as homeless, but, like, they're probably, like, the sweetest, kindest people you ever meet. But, like, they just no have... No, on a bad day, though. No. Yeah. 
they'll have their episodes and they just like let it ride out. Like I just I sit there, I let them like vent it all out, and now I'm like, are you okay now? They're like, yeah, I just had to get it off my chest, and they'll just snap back to normal. I'm like, oh, okay. Real shit too. Every year I'm out, you ain't in that office with that drawer out with their cigarettes. They looking for you. Hey, it's four o'clock. Hey, it's, it's, it's almost five o'clock. Can I get my cigarette? Like, damn, can I finish cooking first? I mean, that kind of ties into like, I mean, they went through a traumatic experience in their life and it just triggered something that they couldn't come back from. And I feel like for most of us, we do have those early traumatic experiences in our life that like some of us just don't. I would say that everybody's almost like a day away from that. Seriously, like being there. You can say, right. Just a day away. Just a day away. Somebody could pass away or you just... Couple, uh, take too much things. medicine one day and like some people like because i worked at uh another medical place i'm not gonna use the name but um basically these people was like i got into a car accident and i got addicted to vicodin and i've been addicted ever since and they just can't come back from like being off of that substance and it's like big pharma got them like under their arm like tough and i'm like all i can do is talk you through what you're trying to go through and give you like plans to like get out of the current state you're in but it's really on you to like be disciplined enough to you know what I'm saying go get to the other side of recovery because there'll be houses yeah, it's a, and yes it's a definitely a mental battle between the user and the drug because every drug can be coped with in different ways I mean there's people who use it on heroin and be using it for 10 years and, and can stop doing it you know what I mean but some people's brain isn't wired to do like you know what I'm saying like that um same like crack people do like fucking crack once a month I just want to know like what will possess you to want to do crack I'm about 100% sure the other day I was at the bar this has nothing to do with any of this but now we're talking about this I was like you did crack <laughs> this lady up at the bar was cracked the fuck out bro she was like can you describe her like what is she she was very skinny she looked like she'd been picking at her face. She looked oh, like a crackhead. Like she oh. looked like she was either strung out on meth or Something. she looked like she looked sick. She was going through some stuff. Right. And she, like so she came in the bar while on the fuck out, like just yelling. She kept like fake swinging on everybody, like, like I'm from the rain, like I'll be beating bitches up, blah blah blah. Like I'm about it. Are you serious? So she come over here, like in my face, and she's like, What's good, pretty boy? Like, oh, you look, oh, you looking <laughs> real cute and everything. I'm like, bro, like, don't, don't be the bitch. Like, don't, don't be this bitch right now. Like, cause I'm not in the mood for this shit. Like, <laughs> so a couple people that we were with and everything, like pissing them off. She spilled somebody's beer and shit. She's like, fuck your beer, blah, 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 and everything. So I'm like, look, it sounds like a maple in this. Oh, you already know. <laughs> no, I ain't want, I ain't want to drop no names, but you already, you already know. If you're from Lorraine, you know that you know we do have a lot of like. Out of the ordinary bars. Sometimes they're cool, but on the other Sometimes, side, man, they're just trash. Just yeah. not. Yeah. And it happens everywhere, but like yeah. any you, day that ends in Y, there's a possibility of I mean, something even, that happened at a bar. Yeah. Even <laughs> like some where like Amherst, you get some people, some group. Man, a couple of years ago when I first turned twenty one, Amherst was worse than Lorraine. Oh, there yeah. was a fight in every week in Amherst at RCs or at Ziggy's or at fucking uh, somewhere uh, else. Cedar, especially Cedar. There was a definitely fight at in Cedar every week. That's a hole in the wall, man. That's why I never... I, Ratchet. I'm so glad I never went out like that much when I was younger. It, it was fun. I mean, 
it's not as fun now that I've got it all out of my system when I was yeah. a lot younger and I wasn't supposed to do. I think that's what made it fun. <laughs> I wasn't supposed to be doing that shit when I was like It's the hype 18, of knowing like, you're not supposed to be doing it, but you're like, doing oh, hell it. Yeah. I'm in this bitch. Right, now that I'm like about to be 25 in a couple weeks, it's like, I'm supposed to be at the bar. Yeah. Like, oh, nephew. So, so you get out there, nephew. Quarter of a century. I mean, you know, you're entering your prime. You're about to enter your prime. No, I don't want to say that my prime is in my 20s. I'd rather say my prime is in my 30s. I feel like my 20s is like your best learning experience. Oh, yeah. Anybody that's from the age bracket of like 18 to 35, that's like the mold of like your learning curve. Like That's mm. where you basically figure out what you want to do the rest of your life. Some people figure it out earlier, but like, don't put your expectations of what you want to do. Like, don't let people cloud that judgment yeah, of you. Like, just you don't have to say it's like if I gotta know what I'm doing by thirty. I no, gotta, because right. that'll that's gonna put so much pressure on you to do yeah. maybe what you don't want to do. Should just be alive by thirty. I feel you. But I'll I'll give you this. My mental peak and prime will come in my thirties. But my physical prime is in my twenties. I haven't seen a lot of sloppy thirty-year-olds. <laughs> No, and I heard it hurts in your thirties too. I mean, that's from lack of like a lot of people say they hurt their 30s. and you just you know you're we've been most people have been doing stuff since they've been like fourteen, fifteen, getting out in the world, drinking. Exactly. Like you've been kicking it like you were twenty one when you were fourteen, and like now that you're that age, you're like, man, I gotta figure out something else. Right, that's how I'm at right now. Like I said, I've been kicking it since I was fourteen for real. Now I'm twenty four. It's like ten years deep. I'm like, I'm ready something. Helps to kill my time with. It's stimulate like, your mind. Not even stimulate. It's just waste my money. Like you said, I waste them. just waste too much money at the bar. To be honest with you, it's not what it is. So. I mean, because it's just like the reality is like okay, I'm young. I'm gonna live my life. How I'm supposed to live it, but the expectation is like okay, well, this is only gonna last for so long. You need to right. figure out something else. Well, it's so easy too. It's so easy just to go to the bar and drink and. But it's, it's hard. It's hard to get your shit together and, and be yeah. uh, create a family and create wealth and yeah. So, but I, I mean, mean, I feel like if you can do all that and then have like thirty minutes to yourself and have one beer, then I feel like you did a great investment. Right. I but mean, that's how I look at it. I'm not going to the bar if all my bills ain't paid. You know what I mean? If I couldn't, yeah, if I couldn't buy this phone twice, the, the one I just got, I wouldn't even <laughs> got it the first time, and I wouldn't, you know, what I mean, yeah. going be going to the bar tomorrow. So it's like. You know, I'm not gonna, like I said, and I spent money to save money at the end of the day, which right, was right. a lot smarter because my phone bill was 41 and now it went to 11. So, oh, so you can't be saving some money to save some money. Save, I spent to save. So sometimes you gotta be financially I mean, flexible. I just, yeah, be, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? To be financially strict and financially okay. disciplined as well because yeah. that's a whole thing I'm learning now is to be more. Discipline how I'm spending my currency when I do get it, because it's so easy for people to just like I get paid, I'm gonna trick it off. If your bills aren't paid, first thing first, all the rest is like extra. Okay, I can just like you may put aside you know sixty or so bucks for you to just like this is my play money. Mm-hmm. All the rest has to be like okay, I get paid again in a week or two weeks. Like I need something to be left over. People are playing with sixty bucks on a couple rounds of drinks and that's done. Then they're drink, then they're pulling into their their savings and yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Like, Damn. or placing like terrible bets like sports bets or something. I've done that in the past. Yeah, because uh, you've been making some. Some of your bets been spot on, but some bets I'm like, hey, I'm up twenty though. Oh, well. you have twenty? I'm up twenty on somebody in this room right across from me. 
That's not a ridiculous amount of money. So no, it's not. Kind of redundant to you, so yeah. Twenty bucks. Right. Twenty bucks to you is twenty bucks could mean something. Twenty bucks that's around for everybody. See, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like twenty bucks, that's nothing. Like that's why I need to start buying twenty bucks now. Exactly. I would literally, I would literally <laughs> rip up twenty bucks and not think. Twice See, about it. you know what I'm saying? It's like, nah. At least I mean, I'm not saying I would literally do it, but I mean, money for me. I look at money like a tool. I'm 20 years old. I'm, I got my whole life to make some money. I'm more worried about my mental health. If I'm not gonna do, I'm not gonna do a job to where I can make money. But mentally, I'm no. I want to be happy doing what I do. I think that's the separation right there because making money is the easy part, but keeping the money is what it's you have to figure out. Another story. That's where you get into wealth and you know trying to create. That security that's like, okay, I can do this and I know I have this amount set aside so I'm not in debt. Other avenues of income. Yeah, you need at least like, according to most wealthy people, you need at least like seven streams of income at minimum. And for a person to have a type of wealth, at least like three generations worth, you need to have at least 25K saved in your account. That's a, that's not touched. That's making money sitting there. So Damn. that's just a little financial information for people who may, you know, want to get into saving and, you know, creating that security freedom for yourself, financial freedom. So I broke down this. So most days I'm driving in my truck and an acronym popped in my head and it was Jeff. So justice, equality, financial freedom. Jeff. I'm like, if you can have those keys in your life, I feel like everything will go much smoother for the most part. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Would that make sense yeah. to like most people? So just because I in school when we had to learn the uh, judicial system, what was it? Jail or was it like uh, that was like the legislative, executive, and judicial, judicial. branch. Yes. So that's how some of us the learned branches. it. Oh, right, branches, different different yeah. branches of government. I was like, hmm, that's like a cool like acronym like chunking information to learn because like in schooling we like learn how to like chunk word like chunk information so you don't miss out because like go back to when we were kids and you had to remember a number what's the largest numbers you can remember one through ten like can you remember ten individual numbers or could you remember like seven individual numbers like a phone number right right i get you i get you yeah but anything over like ten you're going to be like kind of brain scramble like was it a three or was it a five? Type of deal. So right, that's the reason. It's like I can do my like my social security by heart because it's a set of numbers. I know how and many it's, numbers. And it's chunked to like, like so three, you remember two, it. Th- or three, two, four. I can do my social security number by heart and my debit card number by heart. What's your debit yeah, that's card? scary. What's your, what's your debit card number? No, I, that's the only thing I will never. I'm never gonna learn my debit card because I, I know that and I can spend that at will. <laughs> it's a wrap. Yep, I do not. I'm staying clear of that one. You just created a crutch for yourself. Yep. Mm-hmm. And ooh, I'd rather just learn everybody's phone number by heart. That's how I try to do my numbers. See, like when I had got my new phone, I, I, I mean, I knew a couple numbers, but like Damon's, I didn't have Damon's number saved. I did that all day. My dad's, I knew my dad's, my mom's. Like so many, like JT's, Julian's. I don't know. I don't have Julian's number. He yells at me every single day to save the number. But he's the only 216 number that faithfully called me every single day. <laughs> so I don't need to save that number because I know that's you calling me. So when it pops up, you see 216, I'm like, oh, that's true. And then it's 4610 is his last four. So I know. I'm like, that's good. Uh-huh. 
question. What did the E and Jeff stand for? Quality. It could be quality. quality. Quality? Or equity. Let's do equity. Yeah. You know why? Because we have equality. Right now, we all live equal lives, but we don't have equity. <laughs> do we live equally? I mean, I'm just saying. It could be today. I mean, we do. I mean, we see what happens, but technically, we all are all equal. We all have the same opportunity. In this room, we are all equal. Our generation understands. But that's why I say equity. We don't have equity. Our generation understands that we are equal, but we need the generation above us to (laughs) just provide the same tools to everybody. anybody, But I mean, if a couple of them did so happen to pass away and it created space for somebody younger to come in with new ideas and information that could update the system, it wouldn't be so bad. But there's no, that's a whole other podcast. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, even thinking about that, it reminds me of what J. Cole said in one of his songs where like, eventually when a man gets to that position, nine times out of 10, he gets consumed with that same power he was trying to thwart. Mm-hmm. I think it was high for hours. Just listen to it. Yeah. He says it in the second verse, I believe. Just to do a quick uh, commercial for you guys. Uh, make sure you guys go out and uh, vote. Uh, November 3rd is our is what election day mm-hmm. so make sure you guys are you know doing what you're supposed to be doing before are you go they are open now so you can definitely go out and vote and board of elections by county create the change board you want to see stop saying that stop complaining about the same situation if you're not going to change it by just casting a vote because it matters your vote does matter as big as the world is it matters Especially if you already register, like what's the point in registering if you weren't going to do it in the first place, you know? And again, at the end of the day, people went to war for this. People have died for this right. You might as well use it and make your ancestors proud. Go vote. Change the future. Don't complain. Let's get back to the podcast. All right. So, Gib, what do you think of what's going on in the sports world? What do you think of the finals? LeBron did what he had to do, man. We all knew what was happening. Laker Nation, baby. When the, when the Clippers Ooh. lost, we all knew what was going to happen, man. It was it was only a matter of time, not not when. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Somebody set that sand clock upside down. We watched the sand fall. It's over. LeBron I just was. don't like the, the debates that come in after the. Always, you're always going to have that. It's not even just like against him and Jordan. It's just this. Well, this like I've seen like a thing like somebody was comparing. That Lakers team to LeBron's championship cap team. It's like, th- like, why are you trying to compare why those two teams? Like, those two teams are not the same. This team is what they like to do. Not only that, it, what irritates me is Cleveland can't have nothing for itself. I'm gonna speak for Cleveland on this one, and usually I joke on them or you know poop on them, but for Trump's, real, for real, I don't think it's fair that when we finally get something, everybody's just trying to kick dirt on it. That's not cool. We won ours, and it was on the best team ever. Came back three one. Put some respect on Cleveland. It's that simple. I think the real question is people just need to start respecting LeBron. Because I feel like th- that, that debate is always going to be there because you want, oh, he'll never be Jordan. He'll never be Kobe. Understand, Jordan's the GOAT. Kobe, I'm just going to say how it is, all right? Jordan's the GOAT. Kobe's the Mamba. And LeBron's the King. That's, that's how you simply put it. You can put one next to the other, but these are three different eras of basketball that people are playing. And they're trying to say, like, uh, well, if LeBron was going against Jordan back then, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Those type of debate, like, you can't, like, you stop can doing that. that. To, to add on to what Phil said, me and Ash said, right, three different players, three different 
decades of basketball or generations of basketball. You know, they're each great in their own respective games. And that's the thing that I don't get. Like, respect their artwork. Like, they literally put on artwork on the court, and they were great at it. LeBron is great at it. Kobe was great at it. Jordan was great at it. So let them all just be who they were. Like, respect the artists. Greatly put, Jacob. I mean, from 1990 to 2000, it was Jordan. 2000 to 2010, it's Kobe. 2010 to 2020, it's LeBron. I mean, it's that simple. Like we said, it's three eras of basketball, three decades. Leave it alone. Yeah. And I feel like there was so much fuel behind this Lakers championship because, unfortunately, you know, Kobe Bryant passed away early this year. And then that just triggered a whole, like, domino, domino effect. Yeah, domino effect of how it was supposed to be. So, like... LeBron made the promise, like, I'm going to get L.A. back into the position. And he delivered it. So what else do you want from this man? Like, what's his – I want to get into his mind and see, like, what's next? Do you want two more rings? Or are you, like, going to just chill out now? Because I feel like they're projected to probably win another one or two rings. Put it this way. I, I have said this. I've been vocal about it. If LeBron does pull off a three-peat, which is the only thing he really hasn't done in his career, now, if he pulls off a three-peat on the Lakers and he finishes six and six somehow, I know you just had the GOAT, the Mamba, and King comparison. Overall, LeBron has the best career overall on and off the court. But if he wins two more in three-peats, finishing six and six, I will call him the T-H-E-E GOAT because, I mean, that's nasty. LeBron just has the best longevity. He's just, you know what I mean? He takes He's care of his body. Ever. As an athlete, ever. ever. Uh, him and Tom Brady. Tom yeah. Brady. Tom Brady's still playing at 43. So I'll give you LeBron that. LeBron keeps great. going like that and just keeps escalating that, then I'll play him. In that at the I mean, he got a whole TB12 brand, like, dedicated to health. Like, he really doing his thing. That's what I'm saying. They so, both invested But I think just, like I said, LeBron has the best longevity. Jordan was the purest winner, and you know, Kobe was just the best scorer. That's just, that's the only way you got to say that. I mean, Kobe had a stretch where he scored 50 points in, I think, those, like, six straight games. Yeah. Nobody's doing that. For, the only person I did that was James Harden. Look how long that gap was. It was like 15 years. Like That's a long, that's generational gaps. James Harden, sure. Here's what makes LeBron great to me about this whole decade of basketball. It's actually going to be a trivia question, a sports trivia question at a bar. Which year during 2010 through 2020 did LeBron make the finals? Because when you think about it, it that's hard to think about. He made it damn near every year from 2010 to 2020. No, he, along with four other... I think they're Hall of Famers. The Celtics. Ten consecutive times been going to the finals. And shout out to Rondo because now he's one of the first, I think he's the first player the to ever. first player to win for the Boston Celtics. In two Lakers. major franchises. So the Boston Celtics and the LA Lakers. So think about it. To go back from Gabe's point, his longevity. So you're telling me LeBron James played 100 plus games. LeBron. Ten years in a row. Never missed a game. Never missed That's. Well, he missed yeah, like the he playoffs missed because of his injury. But right, like outside of that, games. when he played in the playoffs, oh, he never no, missed oh, a game. Yeah. Like, when his team was in the exactly. playoffs, he has never missed a game. That's like, insane. That's an insane In the regular status. season, like, he missed, like, maybe a week, you know, there or whatever. But besides that, to play that many games over that much span, come on. like Every year, playing in the playoffs for 16 games plus. I mean, there was a couple of finals. Right, but, but just in general, if you look at a bigger picture, that's so that's so remarkable. He's the black Tony Stark. He's Iron Man. He does this. Right. I just think 
he grew up in the best era of that any basketball player with his potential could grow up in because with technology being facts social being, media yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just technology, social media, and just science in general. Just I was going to say that evolving. sports and medicine plays right. a big part. Mm-hmm. Just evolving the way it is now. Being 35 is going to be like what you should be at 35. Not getting kicked out the league at 35. Because when you're 35, most grown-ass men at 35 tell you they feel better than what we do at our age right now. And you think in, in any major sport, when you hit the 30s, you're old. But you're, 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 a like, veteran, you're a veteran. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, but that's what, like, like I said, that you sounds so prime. strange. You're that's a thirty-year-old veteran. Like, you're, you're hitting your prime, your physical prime as a grown-ass man in your thirties. So I feel like now with the the hyperbolic chambers that he's in, like his body probably really does feel like he's thirty instead of being thirty-six. I know what you mean, and I had that debate the other day with somebody. I was like, you're really telling me that sports and medicine has not sped up tremendously from the Jordan to LeBron era. Somebody was like, that doesn't matter. I was like, that makes a big difference. Back then, you were taking a beating, and you couldn't get the help that they have mm-hmm. nowadays. You had to go home and like take an ice bath, and that was about it, and drink a beer. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, it's just, yeah, sports medicine now is way more advanced because you can get hurt this week. And be ready to go in a week and a half. Dak Prescott broke his ankle at six thirty. Yeah. Had surgery at nine thirty that night. See how quick, mind blowing. He's in the recovery now. And already in recovery, he's right with the boot on and it being per- straight. Like that is crazy stuff. And he'll be back within what? Maybe like four six, six weeks. Four to six months. No, so yeah, let's say four, four, six, four six months. He had a compound know. fraction. Yeah. Sure, broke his, like broke, broke his skin. Yeah. Ooh. So he like broke his yeah. actual. Ankle through the skin. Yeah, it was like that. I want to see that play. Out. Like I, I, I just seen the. They bleeped it out. It literally looked like this. I just seen the video of him like getting willed off, crying. Was supposed I'm to be like, straight up, it literally just hung off like that. I swear, like your foot's supposed to be curled up, like you know what I mean, and just. No, just imagine my foot going limp. Talking about neck, lady, bro. Talking about sports injuries, like I think the most gruesome one that I've seen, I remember, is when Paul George snapped his leg. No, they I was just about to say that. Yeah, oh, yeah. that one. That and like, Paul George, both of them. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying, though. That's how. Yeah. It don't look bad. Oh, oh my gosh. Look at it. It's literally hanging. Oh, my. I'm surprised he didn't see blood instantaneously. But you know how much adrenaline is going through his body, though? He's got his shit taped. His ankle's taped. It's like hanging, though. He's looking right? at that shit like, oh, my goodness. I think that's what freaked him out the most. Like, my ankle is, like, not where it's supposed to be. Look at him. He's like, oh, fuck, I gotta rip me in the game. Look at him. Let me get this QB coat on. He was probably drinking, like, freaking Gatorade. Look at this. Lots of ankle. Oh, his knee went into his ankle. Right on the bone. Wherever that little shit pop out. And I forgot which sports analyst said it. He said that's why they stopped doing that kind of tackle because that was happening. Yeah, because those injuries would happen. Oh, my God. That's... That's horrible. I didn't see it till now. Oh my! Like, I, didn't and I feel really bad because he's on franchise tag, so they yeah. really don't sign him after this. They, there's talk that I, they're I, gonna like just do by, do right by him because they already know. I mean, still, I, I pray he gets his money. Just sign him to like another franchise tag. If he does, him. that's thirty-seven million dollars. I mean, that's that's. that's a, oh yeah, I'm right. not saying it's I'm bad. Not, I'm just saying that's that's I just gotta see. I mean, I, I I get giving him a year. But if he's not going to come back from being who he is after that, like right. you kind of have to move on. It's not like something you want to do, but if your hand is being forced to 
got to do what's best for the team. Trusty Jerry Jones. You know, right. It's not going to work. But, uh, uh. Oh, yeah. So, uh, just a segue real quick. Um, Question for you guys. Could you live without your phone? Or could you just live with a simple phone? Like a flip phone, yeah. no camera. Yeah. yeah. Call me Andrew Luck. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, no I problem. can do that. I can definitely. Like a foot, yeah, yeah, a foot. Even phone. my old BlackBerry phone, no, nothing, no camera, all that shit. Just give me the, just the pearl. Hmm. I, I would run that old phone up. I used to have the Boost, no, Boost Mobile to chirp. Oh man, I'd be in school like, where you at? And then it'd be cool. And it was like indestructible too. Like I slam my phone on the steps, like it just. <laughs> but the only thing I didn't like, you had to press the button like seven times to like get to a letter. But no, I would go back to. Yeah. That T9 texting, that shit was lit. Like, simple phone. I feel like the way the world moves now, you probably just... Under the desk. I would hear about it somewhere, huh? Yeah. Because think about it. Information back then, like, when we were kids, how did we communicate? Just like, oh, we'll meet up this day. Like, we'll be back at this time yep. tomorrow at 7. There was no, like, text messages, like, right. just news. That's where you had to be at 7. Yeah, yeah. You gotta go. It was just... The word was your bond. Right, yeah. Now it's just so much traffic that goes through. It's like... You're going to be here at this time, yeah, I'll be there half an hour later, hour later. My fault, I lost track of time. How do you lose track of time when you always on your phone? Yeah, it's just like, are we becoming, are phones making people less smart, you would say? Or is it affecting, like, their, like, memory, in a sense? Like, Yeah, because now you don't have to remember anything. Because your, your fingertips. Mm-hmm. Phone can be your, it's like memory card in a way. I mean, that's why it watches you and studies you. It, the AI within it tries to become your brain from the stuff you see online, all that stuff. I watch that Netflix special. You don't have to think. No I more. think your that's phone does scary, it for you. Man. Because it's almost like you're not even thinking for yourself anymore. It, like, knows you. Have you guys no, watched? I my big guessing, bro. <laughs> he said he got it. You too smooth. Tell him, Dave. He or, said, he said, no. You take your ass so, off. Even on YouTube, like, I'll watch, like, videos, and then, like, some ad pop up, like, do you want to keep seeing these type of videos? Like, any suggestions? You just yeah, have to work know, off. But like, you know what? Julian had got me hit the one day, and ever since we had talked about it, I stopped seeing it. So I know these niggas either be watching or listening. Yes. But when the campaign was being smack dead, stop talking about because of the COVID. And we see nothing but China shit. Every time I would go on YouTube, he's like, bro, it's on YouTube right now. I bet you see something with China and Russia. And for like two, three weeks straight, bro, I was going on YouTube every day. Same time. Nothing but China and Russia news came out. So I'm like, bro, talking about this shit. Election shit started popping back up. And, these, and Trump started talking about China being the, uh, the source of the virus. And it went away. This is so fucking crazy. The whole about trends too. It's, it's very algorithm based. Yes, and, and what, people, what people are watching and what people Searching. are responding to and commenting and liking. And it's you know on, on those videos on YouTube, please like and subscribe, comment because it it boosts me in the algorithm. You know, people. And then another thing, you gotta think about too. Go back to that um, Netflix special. All right, cool. Um, so no, yeah, just to go with what you're saying though, like algorithm and how it works. So it's like. That's why I like, try to like stay off my phone more now because I don't well, want to do a study. It's just trying to study you to t- try to add advertise to you. Yeah. Right. 
Definitely. I mean, that's why. I mean, I kind of think it's a good thing because I technically didn't answer, like, how's my week been? I had a mild anxiety attack starting on Wednesday. It kind of, like, came down today. And I've been off my phone, and I've definitely felt way better. Don't really want to talk about my anxiety attack, though, on this podcast. It just happened. I feel better, though. No, but, I mean, not to go off yours, but, yeah, I've been experiencing, like, it's almost like, yeah, it's kind of like anxiety, but it's, like, induced because of the because of quarantine. Like, I want to do stuff that I'm not so, like, accustomed to doing. They're, like, trying to condition you to, like, oh, you got to wear this mask. Oh, you got to stay in the house. You're, like, you keep telling me what I have to do, and I don't like that, like. I want to live my life freely and just go where I want. No restrictions type of deal. You know what I mean? Like, I want to be able to, like, go go-karting past 10 o'clock. Right. Like, why the fuck do I have to stop what I'm doing at 10? Like, 10 o'clock is, like, still young in America. Yeah. So, it's, like, anything that's, like, after 10 is, like, you cannot do it. So, it's kind of annoying. It's true. Oh, yeah. It's just... <sighs> it is a headache. You, know, you can't go bowling as frequently like, like I want to anymore. Like, you can only go Saturday and Sunday. We'll have Redmond's at least for wrestling whenever. And the fucking, or not Redmond's, uh, the Slovak. Redmond is expensive as shit now. They're like $30 an hour. What? Yeah. Oh, you gotta make their money. F O H. Well, Slovak is like, I think like five or six dollars a game. Right? It was ten times cheaper. We, when I went. We in ago. there. Shout out to Slovak. Right. When we went, how much it was cheap? I think it might have been cheaper. Cheaper than that, right? Right. They serve food there? I believe so. Shout out to their kitchen. Yeah. They're little bartenders. Yeah. Hooking it up with So, Ash, you mentioned yesterday that you had some hot topics for us. Mm-hmm. Like you do every week, just mm-hmm. to catch us off guard. So, what are those today, sir? Uh, so, I have a couple lined up. Uh, my first one I'm going to ask. Well, I'll save this one for last. First one. Would you be friends with yourself? 100%. Definitely. I would tell myself stop being so fucking upset all the time, man. Yeah, if you met you, like, outside of yourself, like, John, this is my friend John, mm-hmm. would you be, like... That's a good question. I think I'm, I think I'm kind of lame, so I don't know if I'd be friends with myself. To be. I don't, I don't <laughs> think so, though, man. I'm like, I'm like boring. I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm just like a boring person. So maybe, 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 maybe I'd vibe with them. You know? Myself, I, I would tell myself, be like, look, stop being so fucking lazy and I'll be friends with you. Because I am lazy. Well, then your other, your other half wouldn't be your friend, so then you'd just be stuck <laughs> by yourself. Man. Yeah, pretty much. Hmm. That's a good question. Yeah, that is a great question. Be friends with yourself. I would get a lot done, I feel like, if I was friends with myself. I'd be doing so much. I would do some ringly shit at one point, just work out. Just, I don't know. I'll be on some other shit. I mean, because ideally, Cause like, I would motivate myself. Constantly. How often, like, throughout the day do you talk to yourself? Oh, my coworkers can tell you I talk a lot to myself. Like, I don't care. Once an hour. Like, out loud, or it's just, like, in your head, like. It depends on what it is. Yeah, it could be both. Depends who I'm around. Like, if I'm doing, like, a big ass order. I gotta say it out loud a couple of times and like for it to process in my brain. That's what I like. But then there's sometimes like I'll literally, like I'll see something on TV and like be and I'll be at work and I'll think out loud and it's just me, just you know what I mean, just talking out loud and everybody just kind of just knows like yeah he was talking some stuff. So like <laughs> I feel like it's harmful, but it, I mean once I were like hey yo what's up and then like how you doing? Like, oh you know what's up? Like, that's when yours is a problem. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. 
Yeah, I, I've had it where I, I make comments to myself, like if I'm like reading something, I'm like, oh, fuck this. Yeah. Right. But if, but if I'm in thought, I'll keep that like probably yeah. in. I'm more like a comment-driven, like. I have internal dialect with myself on a daily basis, mm-hmm. numerous times a day. Because most most times when you wake up, we're already faced like a adversity conflict because you do stuff on a daily that like goes outside of like your comfort, like what you're supposed to do. Like most people, you know, they get up, they have the routine, brush their teeth, use the restroom, you know what I'm saying, and carry on. But like somewhere throughout the day, you do something that's like it's conflicting with like what you want to do. Like some people well, like it could be just waking up late. All of a sudden, your whole morning is it's all shift. Your whole day is shifting now. It's like night, like you're running behind and. Yeah, that's just a whole drastic. So my next question for you guys is, if you can see a measuring scale above people's heads, what would you want this scale to measure? Like ability. Their social status, their level of happiness, their wealth, etc. Well, you said like ability. Like ability. Towards you or towards what? Just just okay, here, let me change it. Let me change that. Their overall concept concept of being Genuine people, like good or bad. No, that's just yes. for, that's just for you see, though. But yeah, I'm saying, for me like, personally, like, oh, it's hard. That's like, just if they can just be, just cordial people, not being too mean, not being too nice. That's just your judgment of that. Yes, that's yeah, mine. That's, I, that's, I, that's, I that's why I had to ask more. I would like a meter of their above their head to saying how, how fair how are they? A person are you? Right. Yes, but, but your good is not his good. Your yeah, that's fair. Right. That's fair. So that is so. That's a very hard question. Again, I said if. You, yeah, as personally? a person, don't project your perspective on us. I'm just saying, like, oh yeah, for you, that's what you want. Yeah, to measure. yeah, for me, that's what I would want. Okay, if you could do any, like, okay, I get you saying. Yeah, that, me personally, that's what so I. So any measurement, like, say, like, I'm in public and I see this person, I'm like, hmm, I wonder how their character is, and just shows a percentage of like if they have good character or bad character. Should I engage with them or not? Well, based on based on based. my good and bad. <laughs> Right, concept. your view, your perspective, yeah. right? That's fair. What about you, John? Same. I, I go the same. Okay. Yeah, good, bad. Cause like I'm a good, I'm a good teller character, but like if I don't know, if I'm unsure, that would kind of be like. Oh, I'm kind of just, yeah. No, I'm saying that's why I'm saying like. How about you, Gabe? I would say I would want to see their ability if they if they're growing. I feel like there's a lot of time if you talk to people and they can understand you, but if they can't grow from it, then they're not really. What am I? What am I, why am I talking? About? So, so basically, like their just, meter of like where they're at in a way of um, like, like what's your I guess what's your scale? Scale like are do you have the ability to benefit from growth, or are you just gonna stay right here when somebody's offered you uh, opportunity to grow in any type of way, right? Similar. Uh, slightly, it's not. I'm not. So the team, but you, you, you got the water warm, but it ain't good. Okay, okay. Um, Turn it on a little bit. So I like don't know. Two, I maybe. Like, I'm gonna come back. I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try to yeah. think of what I want to say. You know what I'm saying? That's a, that's a, it's a good question. So I have to really word this the way I want it to say because yeah. I, I want it to sound isn't gonna sound right. So yeah, I think like. For me, anyway, I would want to see, like I said, their character, their overall happiness in a person when I walk around. Because, like I said, we talked about this before the podcast. Like, 
you encounter people that are like leeches in your life mm-hmm. and they'll drain you slowly without you even knowing. And you, they basically are like energy vampires and it takes away from like what you want to do and it just like hinders you from even like, because some, some days you're like, I'll encounter those people and it'll like shift my whole day. Like, I don't want to do nothing. And I'm like, why did I feel like this? Because this person was gloomy that day. And I'm like, man, if I, maybe if I want to encounter or say something to them to like help them be a little bit conscious of like how their energy is shifted then maybe mine wouldn't be so like altered for me i would say like yeah so you can like so you're you're, you're you would say so you can avoid that or move away yeah. shift away from that like if a phone like how our phone percentages i want that above people's heads like okay, okay this person's energy is real yeah oh it's green oh let me interact with him right okay i could get charged up over our conversation mm-hmm. that type of deal that's how I would want to do it. Yeah. I feel like, no, I kind of am thinking about it. I would want to see, under, understand people's ability to understand. Are they coherent enough? Yes. To, are they are you, not really like woke, but you know what I mean? Are you, yeah. are you comprehending what I'm saying? Are you mentally on the same level as me? I got you. Here's what I was just about to say. If I had to read a meter over somebody's head, it would be like a four category, like, you know, scale. One would have C for common sense, and it would have a check mark or an X. Right. <laughs> the next one would be logic. You either have it or you, you don't. don't. And then the other one after that, open-minded, either open or closed. So it would be O or C. And then after that, I would want to see P for perception. Is it abroad or limited? I would want to see that. Oh, damn. A four-scale... I want to see how much your brain can take in. I want to see what your brain capacity can take in. We only use a certain amount. Oh yeah. So I want to see John. What, John. You know what I'm saying? What, how, like, where at on your brain level? What you can use? Can yeah. you only use two percent? Can it's, you use ten percent? Like, what can you understand? Oh, that'd be so awesome. It's so crazy that you said that because I remember the That's movie like, Lucy came out, IQ. and I met John at the movie theater. Like, hey, this movie looks trippy. Let's go watch it. And literally. She only used what, like, not even 10% of her brain. She was but then she un- started to unlock, like, different chambers of it, and she kept getting information and becoming informed, and she essentially turned into a AI. Right. And I'm like, yeah, too smart for your own body. Too smart for your own good. I'm like, that's a tough, tough. tough I mean, te- technically, you can say her body adapted to, like, 65%. the environment around her to where she didn't need a physical 10%. form. She was just conscious. 10%? Of our brain, you imagine just having ten percent of your battery throughout the whole day. Right, that's what I'm saying. So how many? So that's and that's somebody who is full fledged, probably the smartest person you know. So now let's just dumb it down. The that, smartest to, person I know only use ten percent of, of the brain. So let's just say in a broad of people that we know only use from two to five. Yeah. So what 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 category are my twos? What can I understand that they don't know, and what can they understand that I don't know? Same with your threes. Your threes are not going to know what your fours do, or your, and being your twos, everybody's going to be on different levels and not understand the same shit. Yeah, I think I just go back to your: Are people able to digest and understand what you're saying to them when they're saying it? Because like I'll say information to people, and it'll go right over their head, right. and I'm like. Like, yo, that's hot. And then, yo, you're going to burn yourself if you touch this. Yeah, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, I mean, in psychology, we learned about this. It's called uh, bottom-up and top-down learning. So, bottom-up, 
processing is just new information that you're learning. So like a kid, they don't know that a stove is hot until they touch it. And then top down, they're like, okay, I know this information now. I'm conditioned. I won't do it again. I feel like but now are you understanding enough to stop doing this or do you are you intrigued enough to keep doing it to get a different result? Right. Some people stay in the bottom mm -hmm. up processing where it's like you don't cross that bridge and it's, you're just stuck mm -hmm. there and you keep like reliving the same moment like basically you just the same page over and over and over and over like you're not turn the page it's okay right see that's why i wanted my four categories over people heads it would let me know how to deal with you because i'm a magnet i know who i want in my life i know who's good i know who's bad so yeah just let me read those four categories off i know how to talk to you small okay. talk long talk or you know i can go i like that i like that Everybody, okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So this next question, man. I thought this is a good question, though. All right. So you get a package in the mail. It's an envelope. And on the envelope, it has the date of your death. Are you going to open the envelope? <laughs> yes. Would you open that envelope? Yes. If it has your name and it says you will die on this date, if when you open this, you'll see the date. Are you going to open the envelope or are you just going to live? Part of me says yes and part of me says no. The part that says yes is because I'm really weird and I like to be prepared for things. But the part that says no. Uh, hold on. You want to be prepared <laughs> for death, my dude? <laughs> I want to have your eyes right now. You're prepared to die right now. Okay? I want to be prepared for have it. all my happen. like finances in order. Like, you don't know. Like, I... But that's just me. You, you, asked, be, you asked the question, and I, and I just gave it okay, an answer. Okay, go ahead, go ahead, and answer the question. So yeah, I would. I don't me, think you're thinking this through all the way, but okay, fine. How long have all of you known me for? You guys know me. This is how I am. He heard yes. the question. He answered that. That was it. So, yeah, that, exactly. I, I like that what? about you, but again, this is you. Yeah, but yes, I would. coming over a question. I would like to know process. when I die, just so I can do certain things okay. that I would like to do before I die. That's almost like. I, and, like, like but no, but no, you're right. You're right, though. So yes, I I would. I mean, I feel you, but no, you're gonna wake up and think about that date every day, and one day you're gonna be just depressed, like wow, like I'm gonna die on this day. Like, what if you like get to a point in your life where you didn't get to where you want to be, and you know the day is coming soon? You're gonna be so depressed, like man, I didn't do shit with my life. Switch it up and just change it up. Can't change it up. You right. know when you're gonna die. No, like change up my approach to try to get where I want to be before I die. What now, if you on the envelope? Okay. Is it the day, like let's say November first, and then no year, or is it the the year? It just on the envelope. The it says too? your name. You will die, or you will pass away on this date. Once you open this envelope, that's all it says on the front. It doesn't have it. Oh, once you wait, open wait. it, you get all the information. But okay. you, you gave it a second wrinkle though. Now, um, if you open this envelope, you will die on this date. So if I don't open the envelope, do I die on that date? No. You don't know until you open it. I'm not but, but you if, if you don't open it, you just don't know. But if you do open it, it yeah. reveals the date. Yeah, you do know. No, I'm cool. I know. I, I'm already not comfortable with being comfortable with knowing I'm going to die. That I don't want to know the exact date. I'm it's a, I have a hard time. Sense. Perfectly I said, Gabe. I feel the same way. I'm cool. I'm like Drake. YOLO. Yeah. I, I know I'm going to die, but I'm not pushing the envelope, and I'm not going to open it either. Hmm. I have one more question for you guys, that's okay. That's what we got. 
These are good questions, though, right? right? Yeah, I, I, okay. We can go five more questions I'll, if they're all like this. Don't threaten me with a good time. All right. Um, what is intelligence? And how do we measure it? I feel like the power of knowing. Or, to better yet, what is intelligence and why should we care? Intelligence is... Uh, my How I perceive intelligence is if I talk to you and you get what I'm saying and you comprehend what I'm saying and you can develop a solid thought of improving that idea or that thought that I said for the better, then you are intelligent to some sort of capacity. In my in my personal eyes. Okay. Okay. I would measure intelligence as far as a as a whole on a, on a lot of things. Because when it comes to intelligence, you're going to be emotionally intelligent. You're going to know when to be wise. And I feel like it's a never-ending quest to, you know, again, not be better than the next man, but to always try to match them mentally and to have a good conversation and an answer. And it's never out of pettiness or nothing bad because what's the point of being intelligent just to insult somebody, you know? So it's just a wise person who knows when to say something, when not to say something, and they're kind of all known because they're always trying to learn something. Hmm. Gabe, how would you measure? Uh, like I said, the power of just knowing and just um, understanding. Because if you can be empathetic towards others, then I feel like you're intelligence is kind of like just knowing. Right, yeah. yeah. Just knowing. Like, and, like and there's so many different sides of that. Like you said, empathy, that's like a whole thing that people don't. Because like, if I know how you're feeling, you know what I mean? That, I mean, that's not being intelligent, but I I know how you feel, so it's like. That that will go, that will go to emotional intelligence. Right. You that's that's why I said intelligence has to do with, yep. It takes a certain level of intelligence to understand what a person is going through, not mm-hmm. to judge it. And exactly, you have to feel to be intelligent. I don't mm-hmm. feel like you're really intelligent if you can't really feel. Because you have to be emotionally intelligent and be able to connect. Big Sean, he said this on the album. His pop said, he said, life is a feeling process. And I felt that. Yeah. <laughs> it made sense, though, because it is. Like, you, I, I don't think pe- people become really numb to certain, I said this at the beginning of the podcast, like traumatic experiences. And so people, some pe- people live so, like, they're numb. And they don't know what it's like to like feel. So some people like they do like out of the ordinary stuff, like get tattoos, or they'll like drink a lot, or they'll just try to find things that make them feel alive, you know. But that's a whole podcast as well. But for my answer for the intelligence, um, yeah, it kind of go back to what you guys said. Basically, like I will measure it as being insightful. Yeah, yeah because. Yeah, that would probably be like the most simple way to put it because insightful not only with knowledge but with like you said feelings and, and just a grasp on yeah the universe in a way yeah. I guess you can call it. That. I guess it's, you can you can like correlate intelligence or resource. You're a source of information to somebody, right? So I don't want to say that somebody isn't intelligent because a fish can't climb a tree. That doesn't right. mean it's not intelligent. Right. It's just not in the right environment and i feel like most people are not in the proper environment for them to actually excel in their intelligence you know there was a picture that i seen it was like it was a 
elephant, a monkey, a fish, and it was another animal. And they were like, all right, you guys, the test is I need you guys to climb this tree. The monkeys are already equipped because that's his natural, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's what he's supposed to do. But everybody else is like, how do I figure out how to do this? That's just one skill. So I feel like the world has to be more broad in how you want to approach adaptive. it. Adaptive, right. Mm-hmm. How you want to approach the word intelligence, how people should view themselves as intelligence, as creative geniuses in a sense, because we all have a creative gene inside of us. Some people are genius enough to figure out what connects the dots with them. You know what I mean? So I, that would be my answer to that question. Yeah. All right. So, I'll give you guys one more question. All right, hold on, give me one second. Oh, quick commercial. Make sure you guys go out and uh, vote because it's very important. Vote, vote, vote. Yeah, we need you guys to cast your votes and we need you guys to turn up to vote. V O T E. Go do it. Vote. I can create a mixtape for it. Right now? No, just, just make it. So, do you consider yourself a role model? In certain aspects of my life, yes. I was just going to say, I'm a father. Yes, I am a role model. And I'm an older brother. (laughs) Yes. I don't think anybody looks up to me or looks to me, but I think that, I think I could be. I I, I raise my hand, I'm being done out of this. I consider you a mentor in some sort of capacity, just like I consider everybody else a disabled. I was going to say, you're a mentor. And my life is some sort of capacity. Mentor? I'm sure. You know, and, and I don't know. It's a good question. I feel the same way, Josh. I feel like I don't have nobody that looks at me like that. Like, I'm just doing my it. role model and yeah. who I want to be because I don't want nobody to be like me. I want to introduce everybody who I am and what I am doing right now. So I feel like. But that's a real role model. All yeah. role models should work people way, who yeah. look at them to be better than them. Because I was going to say, you're an older brother. You don't tell me yeah. you don't think your brothers look at you and like kind of want to be like you and be stable I mean, and be with the shit, hard working? Um, they've, taken, they've taken things you've done and put it implemented it in, in their, their own way. Yes. So, I mean, I guess, like, I mean, I guess, I mean, but I, I feel like they're all, they're grown enough to, if they know I'm doing wrong, they know that that's wrong. So it's not like I... They're, they're old enough to make their own decisions. I feel like I'm more of a role model for their part than they were and their brother and Abby. But they're so young that they don't, you know, like, I, right. I can only be there for them just to be a body. That's right. like a role model. Not really, I can't really mentally help them grow yet because, you know, they're just not there yet. So, I mean, eventually, but I don't know. I'm a goddamn role model. All right, I'm just saying. Right? <laughs> These people need me in the world. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I feel like I know I have a good like sense of like self to help people realize themselves. Like, if I can do it, you can do it. I'm not gonna sit. Like I said, go back to intelligence. If I can figure it out, so can you. You know what I mean? So I don't want people to be like, don't directly say I'm a role model, but I feel like I do give an example for somebody that might need it. For sure. For sure. Okay. But that goes back to like my understanding though. So if I'm like, if I'm trying so hard for you to understand like what I'm preaching is like something you should do, and I'm trying to help you become a better person, and it's 
physically draining my energy out of me and you not being better, uh-huh. then I feel like then I'm just like hitting a wall. And then, you know what I mean? At that point, you just got to walk away. Yeah, that's right. We talked about that the boots Because, yeah, we did. So basically, like, you can take a horse to water, but you can't make them drink it. Man, LeBron can take these niggas to the finals. But, hey, if these motherfuckers get there and they don't perform, that's not on him. Right. That's it just look, makes them look bad. Exactly. Falls back on him, but he did what he was supposed to do. He executed. You know what I mean? So, uh... Jacob seems like he wants to wrap it up, so... Oh. He keeps doing the, wrap it up. the thing. That, that's the wrap it up sign. Wrap it up, Dean. All right. Well, with that being said, if you add a little bit of extra to your ordinary life, you'll get extraordinary results. Till the next time, we'll see you. It's the IOU Podcast. Also, no one can make you feel inferior without your consent. It's on this podcast. Stay tuned.